Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey again, it's me, it's Mike, and it's time again for another Quick Questions. Tiny topics that aren't a full show, but a few, or a couple, in one. Now occurs to me that Tiny Topics also would have been a good name for these, but uh, since it's Volume 3, we are now too far down the road, so to speak. But speaking of roads, that's where we start. That is my car. I like it a lot. We've grown attached, and you're hearing it because a co-worker here, Larry, asked me about horsepower. What's the story behind why we're always talking about a car with X amount of horses? Uh, it basically came from marketing, believe it or not, in the, I guess, late 18th century. Casey Caldwell, executive editor of Car and Driver, and our marketing man, he was James Watt. And uh, James Watt was just an inventor and an engineer, and he was trying to figure out a way to market his steam engines. This at a time when steam engines were pretty much used for pumping water. The idea, you get one of these instead of having a horse walk around in a circle all day. So, Watt did some math, came up with between 32 and 33,000 foot-pounds per minute. That was the power of a horse. And so th there was definitely, like, science behind it. By some accounts, though, Watt wasn't 100% sure if he had this totally right on all the work, so we've kind of been comparing all our cars on napkin math for all these years. The other funny thing, in order to sell more engines, you gotta beat the best horses. Interestingly enough, I mean, a draft horse, which is the kind of big Clydesdale-looking horses, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. They make about, uh, they make about 15 horsepower. Are you following? Sometimes a horse is a horse. Most of the time, a horse is a big horse, so it's like 15 horsepower. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like a, like a decent riding lawnmower. Um, okay. <laughs> probably is about the, about the same, same power as a horse. Your car compared to the big horses, but, you know, if you want to do the conversion... Let's times it by 15 and say that's how many you have in Shetland pony power. Um, perspective, his first steam engines, Watts, about six horsepower, a Model T, a little north of 20, and then today, it's just kind of ridiculous. Yeah, the numbers, what's that, a Hellcat, 707 horsepower. <laughs> you got you know, 707 <laughs> horses packed in working together. A, a little funny to think about, but, you know, the United States, I mean, there's not many markets that still you know, use horsepower as its unit of power. Most of uh, the rest of the world's all metric. They rely on kilowatt. Side note here, guess how Watts got their name? Yeah, it was our man Watt. Another car thing here before we switch, horsepower or torque? Oh, it's, it depends on what you're doing. So if you think about it, torque is like work. Let's just say I could lift 100 pounds over my head. The more horsepower I have means the faster I can do that. Think of it this way. Torque is your butt-o-meter, what it feels like in the seat pushing you back horsepower, the speed you get at the end of the acceleration. And that's why, like, uh, electric cars feel so quick, because they make maximum torque at no speed. Like, immediately they're making maximum torque, so you get that you get that hard hit of acceleration. It's, a, like, it's a rocket ship. <laughs> exactly. But then, but then they taper off. Do you have a car that you remember? You get to drive a lot. There was a, a Nissan GTR that was a tuner car 
that made over a thousand horsepower. Um, there's oh, there's been a couple of EVs. Do people even know what to do with that at a certain point? Yeah, I'm I'm surprised more people don't don't hurt themselves. One one thing that people don't realize is how important tires are. Average car, you know, the the tires only contacting the ground about the size of your hand, and wow. you get you get four yeah. of those. People put really bad tires on really powerful cars. You can search Instagram and, and find plenty of people losing control, leaving leaving cars and coffee and stuff like that. Remember to get good shoes for all of your horses. Now, second topic, and we are taking a Lyft or an Uber to this one because we are drinking again. And sometimes when you drink... Yep. We had some hiccup sounds in the archives. This one is for Dan Kumo from Salem, Oregon. Emailed in, wanting to know why, how, and about how to stop them. So, I called Dr. Thomas Yadigar at Providence Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in Tarzana. Well, hiccups occur when there is involuntary contractions of the main muscles that uh, help us uh, breathe, the diaphragm. When the diaphragm muscle contracts, there's a sudden closure of the vocal cords, which uh, causes that characteristic uh, hick sound. He says it's an automatic thing, but also pretty uncoordinated. That's why you kind of bounce around, and when there's the closure, you only get that half sound out of there. That's all that escapes. When it comes to triggers... Uh, carbonated beverages or uh, large meals, um, sometimes alcohol or uh, sudden excitement can uh, trigger a hiccup. And cures, how do you stop them? We've heard a bunch of these. Breathe into a paper bag, ice cold water, swallow some sugar, bite on a lemon, taste some vinegar, hold your breath, have somebody scare you. Do any of them actually work? I mean, has science figured that out? Yeah, I, I don't think that there's anything necessarily that uh, works um, for myself. When I do get hiccups, I just kind of give it some time to pass. But I think a lot of the remedies are fun. I think it's still worth a try. I like to scare my kids anyhow. That's, uh, I think that's just that's just me. Listen, this is this is what's supposed to work. <laughs> but for most people, uh, the vast majority of people, hiccups usually resolve within a 48-hour period. Which seems like forever. I mean, thankfully, most of us are done in 5 or 10 minutes. He says the 48-hour thing is definitely a call-your-doctor kind of scenario because... A, you've been hiccuping for 48 hours, and B, there are actually some serious conditions that could be a sign of. Is there a record holder? Um, I believe that there is decades no. at a time. Yeah, it's um, Guinness World Record, Mr. Osborne, Charles Osborne, who hiccuped for 68 years. One more time for emphasis, 68 years. Can you imagine? He took a fall on a farm. This was in 1922, this guy. Hiccuped 20 to 40 times a minute until 1990. Doctors couldn't figure out if it was a rib or a diaphragm thing or a brain thing, a nerve thing. But they stopped randomly one day, and then he died about a year later. There are other cases out there of people who had him for a few years. Most people, a few months uh, when it comes to the long haulers. Do we know why we do this? Because there seems to be a running theme with uh, some of these types of things where even now we're still not really sure. We don't unfortunately know. There's still a lot of uh, medical mysteries where we have no idea. Um, there were some thoughts of uh, it happens in the womb and it helps you um, start getting used to breathing. Uh, because obviously when you're in the womb, you're not breathing and you're not uh, you know using your lungs. But from a, you know, from a medical standpoint, once you're born and you're breathing, I'm not sure there's any benefit to hiccups. 
because they're not like a sneeze. You're not clearing anything out. You want another theory? The impulse is left over in our brains from long ago ancestors, so far back that they had gills and eventually crawled out of the water. You know, maybe there was some evolutionary reason for it, but at this point, it's obviously more of a nuisance than uh, a necessity. I'll leave you with my cure, at least the one that has never failed me, actually. It's from my grandma. She would have me drink water, room temp, through a paper towel over the top of the cup. I did some Googling. It is an old folk remedy. They say going through the paper towel means you suction the water a little more, with a little more force. That pulls everything down, and it breaks the cycle. So try it. Let me know if it works. That's it for today. Send me more questions. I've got questions at odyssey.com. We are working on plants that eat things, you know, Venus flytraps, ancient Egyptian mummies, yawning. Also, if you're friends with your dry cleaner, can you have them get in touch with me? Somebody wanted to know how dry cleaning works, and uh, mine didn't call me back, so I'm going to be switching. Thanks. We'll see you later. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.